Hello and welcome to Malavision, the podcast that gives you the vision and the voice to be heard. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening and welcome to the next episode of Malavision where this week I am joined by Rosemary Schrager but just before we get in get started i just wanted to let you know about this week's sponsor it is the tumbage wild soapbox race which supports charities to get their voice heard so let's cue the intro and thank you so much, Rosemary, for joining me today. Ah, oh, do you know, it is so wonderful. It's a complete honour for me to be with you. You are lovely. Oh, thank you. So tell me, when, tell me a bit about you. Me? Oh my gosh, I want to know about you. Um, me? Well, I'm a chef and also I, I do TV, I write books, I do all sorts of things. I'm a woman of lots of different trades. I was I was reading you uh, up on Google and I saw that you are doing something to do with a true crime book. Yes, yes. Well, that is very exciting because I am Prudence Bolstrode. <laughs> so I'm a retired chef, uh, not really, but you know the book. Uh, it's a murder mystery. And I go around, there's murders when I go on to the events because Prudence still loves cooking. She actually is a retired celebrity chef, but she still likes to keep her hand in. And it's so nice because she goes and does things for friends and she goes around in a camper van that she's always wanted. And she's helped by her granddaughter called Suki. So she has a great time. And and eventually, uh, just occasionally, she comes across a murder. And are these murder mysteries um, based out after something, or are they just, you know, fiction? Well, I hope they're fiction. <laughs> I don't know anybody who murders someone like that way. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's quite funny, Malachi, because uh, you wake up in the morning and think, how should we murder them? Should it be in a Yorkshire pudding or should it be in a snowman? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny. So actually, it's it's wonderful because you could you can make up. Look, I mean, I've always wanted a camper van. So basically, I've got a camper van in my book. I've got a lovely daughter, uh, a granddaughter called Suki, so I put her in by. So basically, I do it. I go all over the country because I've worked in lots of different places. So the first book was in the Cotswolds. Yeah. The second book was in, in is in North Yorkshire. Then the third book will be set in Cornwall. And you grew up in North Yorkshire, didn't you? No, not complete. No, no, I didn't. No, 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 no. But my, my family originally came from Yorkshire, North Yorkshire. They lived to Scarborough. And um, they basically, uh, yeah, that's where my sort of heritage comes from, Yorkshire. So I could have played cricket for Yorkshire. That's how close my blood was. But... Um, no, I was in London and I went to boarding schooling in Buckinghamshire. So I've been around a few places, let's put it that way. And what do you think it was like when you, as you grew up, did you think, I'm going to be a celebrity chef, I'm going to be famous on, you know, BBC Bake Off? Okay. Now, the answer is no, I didn't know I was going to be a celebrity chef. But did I want to become famous? Yes. 
Yes, I wanted to be out there and I wanted to be famous. In fact, so much so, I actually wanted to be an actress, to be honest. I wanted to be a famous actress. But so much so, when I started all my cooking, I wrote to somebody and I, they said, wanted a recipe. So I said, I'll send you a recipe. But I said, look after this page because one day I'm going to be famous. And, and she still got it. <laughs> And what do you think is the biggest, um, well, as we know, um, news and the press always like to twist, should we say? So what would you say the biggest thing that they've twisted, which you are quite happy to um, debug for everybody? Well, do you know, I was once called, I was once called in the Times or the Telegraph, I think it might have been in the Times, I was once called uh, like a Russian prison officer. (laughs) And are you? No, of course I'm not. I'm a a gentle soul. I'm a pussycat, but don't tell anyone. No, don't worry. This this isn't going out on a vlog, is it? But, 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 on the other hand, in The Spectator, I was called the Madonna of Cooking. And how did that make you feel? Did that make you feel quite special? Yes, you're joking. The Madonna of cooking. The only problem is I didn't have her figure. (laughs) (laughs) Or her sexy clothes. No. No. So never mind. But, you know, the thing is, people write things about you and they're not true. Yeah, no. And you have to almost, unless it's going to get involved in your life, you actually just ignore it all, quite frankly. Because the more you make of it, the bigger it becomes. So basically, you have to ignore it, unless it is actually detriment to your life. And if it is, then you sue them. Yeah. I've never had that. (laughs) No. No, and I think think it's so important, you know, that, yes, if news articles do, you know, twist the truth, that you know sometimes it can really affect our mental health and i think it's really important to show people that that not Hmm. that not everything is true what you see in the news Hmm. this is malachi this is a very sophisticated sophisticated question from you because actually um it does cause a lot of mental health yeah if if you're being every day bombarded with rubbish and told stories that are just not true it can affect you and we know how bad it can be by people who've actually you know taken their own life and things like this because of the coverage and the media and i think is a dangerous place to go for them and you you know i mean I think you've got to be, when you have that sort of bombardment, I think you've got to be a very strong person not to react to it and not to feel, because everybody feels things for that situation. And I think it's a very much a, how can I put it? Um, I think it's something that you have to be incredibly strong Mm. um, to take, you know, because... If you if you deny it or if you're going to say it's bigger, they'll, they'll start finding something else. But you cannot let them get away with it either. So you know this is where you have to start going to solicitors and things. Of course, and because it affects you, as you say, your mental health. Yeah, and I think and I think you shouldn't leave that unnoticed, should you? Never, 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 never. And I think you need to sometimes put your side of the story. And I think this is very, very important to put your side and say what really happened. I mean, everybody is very good at judging and very good at making up their own opinions. 
I don't think in my life um, you should actually say anything until you know the whole story. No. Real story. Exactly. So I think it's really important that you should find yourself in a situation where if you get into that and people have pushed you over the edge, I think it you are owed... Um, you know, some sort of airing, whatever it is, or speaking, or, you know, in the newspapers, to retaliate. Do you know anybody that, um, that obviously, you know, no naming, but do you know anybody that has actually, you know, actually been affected and hasn't actually been able to speak up because the the lies were so bad or something? Um, it, I know someone, yes, I know someone really well who was affected, very famous, but, you know, it. but they learned to deal with it and they dealt with it in their own way. You know, the thing is, they've just got to find their own journey through, through the media and, you know, bad news sells, doesn't it? Yeah. Controversy sells. Exactly. And that's what it's all, good news is boring, you know? So actually all the right news is, can be boring, but actually bad news can be, you know, it's all salacious or whatever it is. But people deal with it in their own way. It's normally brought to court or something like that. And do you think that's the right thing to do? Well, I think obviously over the phone hacking we had and things like that, but they had to do that because it was only right, you know, having your life evaded like that. So we all know it's common knowledge. And yes, I mean, I don't really have, I mean, I've been very fortunate in the sense that nothing has really, they've, you know, they've not pushed me down that level because... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not in that realm, and no. I'm, I'm not famous enough. But I think that, uh, you know, when you get the very famous people, that's when it then they attract. And also, I think another one is the young people as well. Yeah, I think it's the younger ones who attract more, more things and m- more opinions than the than the older ones. And do you think you do you think you do you think it will that there are things that will have affected you, but you've just got, you've grown up with thick skin? No, I know. I'm going to be totally honest. Nothing has really affected me in that sense because, I mean, to be cold, sometimes names or things. But no, nothing has affected me really. Um, People have not been nasty. I mean, you you know, you're going to have things said, maybe one or two bits. Of course course. I've had. That goes without saying. But... You know, I think the media have been really generous and really nice and I've been lucky. I'm too old now because, you know, I'm long in the tooth. It's everybody else. But, you know, the thing is that people really, I'm, I've been, you know, I just, I just, I'm not, I don't mind if people don't like me anymore. No. I don't want that. I don't need to justify my existence. And I'm just trying to be kind. I try to be fair. And I try to treat people the way I want to treat people, that, that I want to be treated. Uh, so I want people to treat me with, you know, sort of fairness, respect and things. So I try to treat everybody else with the same. It's very important in life. So, you know, it's sort of, um, I, you know, I haven't, you know, I, I don't really conjure up that sort of news but to actually be, you know, worthy of news, really. But, yes, of course, you've had bits said to you, but I am, I don't, I don't really mind, because people, they can't like everyone, they can't be there, and, you know, you have to accept that. When you, when you are in the celebrity world or whatever, you, and I'm very much a minor celebrity, um, when you are, 
you have to get you you're in the public public domain yeah and you're also in people's rooms they watch you on tv they know who you are well they think they know who you are (laughs) that's the big thing yeah but you know what i always i always think that you have to respect the people who have invested time in your in you and they've turned the telly on to see you and watch you and that's why I'm able to do what I do because people, yeah. the ordinary public, have been incredibly generous. They've been terribly supportive to me and I couldn't be more grateful. And if anybody says to me, can I have an autograph or can I have something? I would never say no, ever. No. Why? Why? Because you have to treat people with respect. Exactly. You're not too grand and you're no more better than anybody else, believe me. You know, you know, you know, any, everybody is the same in my book, everybody. And I think that's the important thing to think, isn't it? You know, life is what you make it, isn't it? Do you know what? I have to say, Malachi, you are a classic example of somebody of life is what you make it. I mean, people know what you what you are. Yeah. You're blind and they know you've got a tumour. But you, you, you light up the room. You're sunshine. You are complete sunshine. You, you, when you smiled and you had Gino on the phone. Oh, I know. You light, you light up the room. And but also, what you don't realise is, you are giving people who are in maybe similar circumstances, or maybe they're really they're helping. You're giving these people. Also, encouragement and hope. You are doing so much for other people by telling your story. And I so admire you. Oh, my God. You are my hero. You are seriously a hero of mine. Thank you. You are completely and utterly. And you. And the fact is, you just get on with life. Yeah. That's it. You just do it. Which is, oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Thank you. My pleasure. Here you are interviewing me. (laughs) But I'm talking to as if I'm talking to somebody my age, you know, it's ridiculous. You're incredible. Yeah, and I think and I think I've, you know, grown up and you know, I not every day is a good day. And yes, sometimes I am smiling behind sadness. Yes. But I think that's so important because it keeps everybody else happy and you never know that, you know, that you know, that I'm Sometimes sad, would you? But no, you wouldn't. But the thing is about you is, I and I have to tell you this, if you feel low, there's no harm in saying, you know, I feel low today. No. And you don't have to smile all the time. You don't have to be the perfect patient. No. You just be who you are. And, and you just accept whatever happens and happens in the sense that you be truthful because... We can't be happy all the time. There's no way. Nobody's happy all the time. And I just think that you 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 just you just be you and that's what you are. You are just yeah. you. You know, and and the fact you said to me earlier, which I'm absolutely you said all I want to do is to help other people. Yeah. That's all I want to do. And it is. Yes, and so, and what does it do for you by you giving this? Does it give you, does it help you in some sense? Well, after obviously being diagnosed with um, suicidal ideation in 2015, yes. um, I think it it really made me realise that there was a big gap in the uh, 
community and the, the society about mental health and I realised that enough was enough and I needed to spread awareness about mental health. So I think now when I, you know, talk to people and when I spread this motivation and make people happy and give these positive motivational messages, I think it does make me feel better because I know that I'm helping other people. Mm, this is this is it. So it does give you joy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, you know, the fact is that exactly. you could do this and it gives you that wonderful joy. So I'm, I'm going to interview you for a minute. Go for I mean, it. Can I? Right. Tell me, what, what do you want to do? What is your dream? My dream? My dream is to, after, you know, in a couple of years or, you know, Yes. Yes, for yes, me yes. to be making you know uh you know income from this and getting sponsors from getting you know these you know you know sponsors these sponsorships i mean you know it's all okay you know me you know spreading you know sponsors and doing it through affiliate marketing and things um you know but you know i want an actual sponsor you know i don't want gift cards i want you know an actual sponsor and an and, you know, to get a sponsor for something that I'm passionate in, not just, you know, from Amazon or do you know what I mean? I know just what you mean. You want something that's going to make a difference. Yeah. And that's going to help you actually get on. Yeah. To do things. So you, what you love, you're very good at it, the radio. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, my uncle um, is a uh, radio presenter and he has always said, you know, you have got a, such a voice for radio presenting. Um, and, you know, and I think I do. And, you know, like you just said, you know, you do. And I think that, you know, that's really incredible to hear because it means it's not just one person. So it gives you encouragement to other people because I know, I mean, you have got yeah. a very good voice and you are very good at answering and, and asking questions as well. <laughs> very, very good too. So I can see you, I can see yeah. you having your own little slot actually <laughs> of well, question, answers yeah. questions, you yeah. know, for other people who go through a similar process. Yeah. I think that's really important. Do you think, can I ask you, Malachi, mm. do you actually think now with there's more awareness with mental health, do you think it has helped the whole industry in terms to understand and be more acceptable in, in, in the world today, in do our you, life? Do you know, I think there is a massive, massive gap. There is a lack of mental health services. Okay, um, you know, I'm I'm waiting for a um, counselling um, referral at the moment. You know, and the referral is five months. Really, five months, and yeah. I'm not being funny, but the, you know, when somebody is struggling with deep depression, yes. and I think you'd only understand if you've got depression. This, but you, you know, five months is it's too long. Yes, I absolutely understand. So, in the meantime, how are you going to cope with this? Have you got a Have you got a journey to deal with for the you know until the five months is up? Yeah, you've got nothing to. You don't know how you're going to deal with it. No, Pickering, that's it. <laughs> well, do you know what? I think the fact is, Pickering is here, yeah. which is amazing to help you, and because mm. you know you do need help, and I think that everybody needs help. Do you know? I see mental health also as something that is so common obviously you know the attributes towards yours but 
it is also it's like having your appendix out it yeah. is there is no one in the world who is goes around the place without having some sort of mental problem at some stage there's no one everybody no. has a downtime yeah and that's the big thing it is always underestimated how it can affect people and and i think it's i don't think they've actually invested no. enough in the in the health service for this mental health situation but it is getting a little better five months is too long for you but thank goodness pickering as you say yes is here. that is the most important thing that they are here any time night or day yeah to be volunteers and they're all here to help you and um to have people coming in and help you do your thing so i mean you know, I've, I've come in. I hope that'll help you for the next few oh, days. Oh, it will. It will. <laughs> it definitely will. I mean, I mean, whoever thought I'd be interviewing. I mean, I didn't really, you know, I mean, I think you've made it quite obvious, you know, by saying baker, chef. But it's Rosemary Schrager, everybody. It's not It's not Rosemary. This is Rosemary Schrager we're talking about. And, and you know... And when she did us in Gino, yes, that's Gino DeCampo. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you know, my dream is to interview people like Gino DeCampo, Josie Gibson, Holly Willoughby, Philip Schofield, and even get on ITV this morning. Yes, See, it will happen. It will happen. I have. Do you know what? It's going to happen. We'll make sure it's going to happen. Gino has already said in June he's going to do your podcast with you. I mean, this is, he's guaranteed yeah. it. He's yeah. going to do it. So, you know, I will make sure I'm around for that one with you. I tell you, that's going to be something else. But it's all going yeah. to happen. Do you know what? If you don't ask, you don't get. Exactly. And I always say, it takes courage. It does. But you go for the jugular. It does. And I tell you what, those who do it win. Definitely. They There's, do. You, you know, the only thing people can do is just say, no, I can't do it. No. You know, it's no harm and nobody would think any, any less of anybody. No. So I think if you want anything, I think you just have to go with it. Absolutely. So I think, so what you what will you be doing now for the rest of the day? Come on. Uh, well, for the rest of the day, I'll be, you know, channeling my excitement <laughs> and just, Aww. you know... Um, Obviously, the um, centre, you know, really helps yes. with finding these people. Yes. Um, so I am um, actually going to be contacting somebody uh, <laughs> later to try yes. and get on um, this morning. Um, yes. If you haven't already done your rosy yes. magic. Yes, 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 we could do this. But I need to ask one question, Malachi. Go for it. Do you cook? I don't, but... I do love a good dish. Okay. What's your favourite food? My favourite food is an omelette. Oh, how lovely. Can you cook an omelette? I, I can't cook an omelette, but oh, my dad makes the best omelette. Do you make a good omelette, do you think? I make the best omelette. I'll tell you what, we're going to have a date. You're coming to my home. Yes. And you're going to cook me an omelette with it. We're going to do it together. Yes, Okay. we need to. Yeah. We need I'm to. I'm going to show you how to cook an omelette. Thank That's you. That's a date. <laughs> I've just clicked my fingers uh, for anybody that didn't just hear that. He got his click in. 
Um, God is clicking. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to the Seek Podcast. Thank you, Rosemary, for joining. It's my pleasure. It's been a complete honour and privilege. And obviously, we have spoken about mental health, which is really important, but can be a trigger for some people. So if you're affected by this, please visit papyrus-uk.org. And if you want to start a podcast like me, then ACAS is the ACAS is the best platform to do it. You can use a you can do a yearly plan um and if you use malavision m-a-l-a vision 23 then we will both receive a 25 pound amazon gift card so what's there to lose thank you guys so much and i will see you next sunday for an epic epic podcast thank you